All right. <clears throat> we are back in action. Hold on one second for me. All right, let me just move the screen up a little bit. Let me get everything organized. <clears throat> I got a damn commercial. Come on. How can I have a commercial? <laughs> uh, come on, we gotta keep it P <clears throat> rated G. Got it. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I gotta find this link, so bear with me. Sorry about that. It's like every time it goes live, there's an issue. Not really an issue, but all right. <clears throat> Come on. All right. Let's get some people in here. Yeah, man. Did you see that fender that Bryce Kelly just did? I did not see it. Oh, my gosh. I did not see it at all. Crazy. Um, go ahead and just... um. Let's see. We got eight people watching. Uh, let's start asking them questions if we can. Uh, or... Um, Hey. I'll, introduce, I'll introduce myself, but Ryan from Baltimore, Maryland, RPS Dent Specialist. Uh, we got Dave from Windy City. He's not quite on yet. There he is. He's from Chicago. And we yes, got sir. Chris, Christopher Ray, out of uh, Northern Virginia, Southern Maryland from Dentless Basically Touch. Basically Washington, <laughs> D.C. <laughs> the surrounding areas. All right, 13 people watching. Okay, let's get this show started. Um, let's start with a question that I had today. Uh, what did you guys do so far this week that maybe has helped your business? The one thing maybe that you've done this week. Well, it's Monday. Oh, <laughs> last week. How about that? <laughs> I, I, I have no days uh, off, so, you know. <laughs> I did... Uh... I kind of did a little advanced training for another tech in a different region. Uh, he came in town and needed some help with some some larger damage. So that was that was it was it was super cool because the guy's so passionate about dents. You know, just the the passionate end of it really really got me. You know, it was he actually sent me a me sent me a message today. Fixed the dent. Could really see what he was looking at and some of the crowns. That was the issue he was really having. And it was, you know, it was a, it was, it was good. It was, it was a good afternoon. After I got his message. It was good. <clears throat> Dave. Um, well, I organized a bunch of random papers that I had all around the house, <clears throat> uh, from in like check stub, invoice stuff, filed that, 
Um, just recently got my taxes done, had to put all those papers away. Uh, that's pretty much it. Nothing, uh, nothing too exciting. Oh, all right. Well, I started this book, uh, Smarter, Faster, Better. It's actually this a good dude book. in his books. This dude in his books. Hey, Who's got time to read? <laughs> He's got time to read. Sorry. It's the toilet time. Let's just say that. <laughs> All right. It is. You want to start off with some tools? Go for it. You can. You want to go, Dave? Uh, Ryan? I know you got a bunch of go. them to share. I got a couple things here. Um, a thing I picked up at uh, MTE, it's the Kiko Slappers. Um, we went to like a seminar with Kiko and Jonathan there, which he's freaking awesome. Um, showed us some techniques. I've only already used the red one. Um, it's kind of bendable. The part number for this one on Kiko's site is 410-8342. Um, this thing is great for large large crowns um i mean you can bend it any way you want to bend it um i haven't used the blue one yet it's still in the package uh, i'm a little scared of it to be honest with you um jonathan when i went to go buy these he was kind of explaining the product if you hit it on the edge or you hit it the wrong way it'll leave a crease because it's a hard paddle it really doesn't bend mm -hmm. um but i use this one probably at least once or twice a week on big, big, hard crowns, you know, it moves a lot of metal at one time instead of leaving those little marks every now and then. And you like that better than like a soft tip on a, or a regular knockdown? I'm an old school. I like the, the Dentcraft H12, like we were talking about last week. Yeah. But I, this is just different. You know, it really depends on the type of crown it is when it's a big, hard smash and it's moved the body line up this thing works really yeah. really good and how do you i mean <clears throat> when it's up against the car how are you really seeing where i mean it's just kind of like a you know it's kind of like a knockdown i mean you can really see yeah. you know it's, where you're using it that's it's hard like that or it's bendable it's bendable okay so um it was there were i think both of these were i think it's like 30 bucks it was definitely a good purchase. Um, it's definitely helped me out on some of the bigger stuff. So if you guys do some bigger stuff or see a bunch of crowns, the soft red one is awesome. Hmm. So, I know you worked on one today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably didn't oh use that God. tool, but. <laughs> oh, no. No, we didn't use that one. <laughs> uh, I'll show you what I have. I think this tool. It's a lifesaver, uh, even um, today. So it's a shave tool from Ultra, uh, part number SHT5B. And they make one, oh, if I can show you, that's about this short. And they make that's the a two. Long, it's yeah. a long kick, huh? Yeah, this thing is nice. And hopefully yeah, I can show I you how thin it is. Yeah, that's the one I have. I that love is that insane one. right there. So... This tool, I would say roughly 42 <clears throat> inches. Um, but this is my this is my money tool right here. I, I, I love this tool. So uh, if you don't have this, um, this tool has saved the day plenty of times. I actually bought <clears throat> this tool for one of my techs. 
on accident because I normally give them, give these guys the same tools that I have. And I just couldn't get in this. Uh, I think it was a Tahoe. I couldn't get it into the uh, the the the, uh, the the quarter panel. And I needed pretty much that that reach and then that foot. <clears throat> and nothing was getting on it. And as soon as I went for this tool, that was it. Game over. Tim was done in about ten minutes. <laughs> So spend the hour trying to figure ultra. it out. What? Anything, anything ultra. I own nothing you ultra. Me too. There's some, there's some <clears> this, good tools that they have. This They're stout. Tool, They're baby. They don't rust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. This has been in my car for about four, four to five months. <clears throat> Look at that. Shining. Yeah. So I, I really like it. I really like the dent. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, ultra dent tools. Uh, tools. It's just, I think that their tools are just at another level of quality, honestly. Um, they're one of the highest. Now, is, uh, that, is that a polished stainless or is that a chrome-plated tool? Um, it has to be a polished stainless because if it was chrome-plated, <clears throat> you see all the scratches, um, flickered off, the plate plating. But, and then when you're okay. pushing, this would have probably been done, but this is just still shiny. So and it's hard. You can tell just this this actually is goes into the bottom pile of my tools. So it has to be some tough alloy that they use. So by far um well, the must-have tools in my arsenal. Dave, you got anything? Uh I didn't bring any tools and I literally just got home from the route about 10 minutes ago. So ran in here. <laughs> uh but what I will show, I guess. So this is what I use. <laughs> this is what I use. This is the money maker. Uh, I just picked this up a couple months ago. It's my Sony A6000. Um, and I picked this up off Craigslist for 375 bucks. So it was a little upgrade from my iPhone 10 that I was using. The iPhone 10 does great video. Um, this also has a 35 millimeter lens on it as well. But um, yeah, this definitely will upgrade your video if you know you guys are looking to um, you know, kind of capture a, a better <clears throat> quality if you're looking to, you know, make PDR videos or, you know, at home videos. I kind of use it for both. It's uh, for 375 bucks. It's it does what it needs to do. Got a gorilla pod and that's it. So next week I'll bring some dent tools in when I have. Time. <laughs> so I got a, I got a little. I got the weekly tech tip today. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of the black box mafia. Oh, you got yours? No, this is another package that I've had for a little while. Uh, I haven't got the new one for this <laughs> month, so I don't know if these guys know about it. It's a month. It's a monthly service, so you pay seventy-eight dollars every month. You get a package in the mail, and it's just different tools. It'll have a knockdown, a couple knockdowns, or glue, or you know, it, it's a kind of a little surprise thing. So most months you get these nice cases. Um, so after a while of I think I've got three or four of these cases and I'm like, what am I going to do with all these cases? You know, it's worked really well. I started uh, a couple weeks ago. I use it for all my batteries. For my, uh, <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, they fit yeah, in here. Perfect. Um, it keeps them organized. So they're not all over my truck. So that's a little tech tip. This is perfect size. I mean, it holds how many batteries I have in here right now. Uh, two, four, six. I mean, it holds eight batteries. I mean, I even have the big 
the Walt six amp wow. beast. Um, wow, that's so, crazy. You know, it, it's an awesome little case for that. It's durable. Got a little handle. So if you guys are interested in that, it's blackboxmafia.com. Um, it's just an awesome little box. <laughs> yeah, I use mine to put camera equipment in. Actually, it has my sound equipment. And I'll show you mine. Look at Ooh. that. There we go. I don't know what that was. What was that? Yep. So I love that. I love that. It's a nice little neat little. What is that noise? It's my phone. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. All right. So let's get into some questions. Uh, so for the guys that are watching, if you guys have any questions for us, we'll be more than welcome to answer them. If not, we're going to talk about the industry and business and all that good stuff. So, if any of you guys have questions, free to put it in the comment section or the chat section. How was um, how was having you know someone else who you know is into PDR, um, but you know may not know? How was that, Ryan? You know, the kind of one on one this week. It was really good. Uh, a, a friend of all of ours, um, his name's Benny from Elite PDR. He's out of Philly. Uh, contacted us. We've been in contact since MTE, and uh, you know he said, Great "Hey, guy. you know, Great how guy. do I how do I get into some of this big damage? I see you do all these smashes." I said, "Yep, yeah, I'm the idiot. I'm the idiot." <laughs> um, so he came down, and uh, you know we we had some good stuff. It was it was refreshing, you know. You have a guy that's like I said, he's fifty three years old, three year tech, and all he wants to do is learn. You know, yeah, yeah. he just wants to get out there and just learn tips and, you know, and hey, you know, what do you think about this or why are you using that glue tab? You know, I had a pretty bad Mercedes with two quarters, and you know, he he was like, why are you using glue? You know, to, and I explained <laughs> the process, and then he was having trouble with crowns. You know, he. You know, some of these crowns you have to move 360 degrees on them. You have to get all the way around. And he just didn't know that. So, like I said earlier, he contacted me today and said, hey, I had this nasty crease in this door. You know, I, I approached it differently. It saved him time. Came out amazing. You know, it's just, it's refreshing to have new guys in the industry yeah. that are trying to learn. Yeah. You know, I, I never I never had that. You know, I never had a, a older tech. I mean, I had David Johnson. He helped from Dent Wizard. He helped me a lot when I first started. Um, but after I moved on from the Wiz and, and went through my trials and tribulations, I, I really didn't have anybody to mentor me. You know, it's almost like having your own mentor. Yeah. But to say, hey, I'm having trouble with this. Or, you know, we still have it today. I just, last week, I contacted Dave and Chris and said, hey, got this Porsche. I cannot get in this. How do you approach it? What do you do? Yeah. I've got three hours in this thing, so <laughs> you know whatever whatever help we can get. So it's, yeah, you know, it's 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 definitely it, helpful. There's so many different manufactured cars, mm -hmm. you know, models and this. You know, I do a lot of Porsches, I do a lot of BMWs. So any way that we can help, definitely. But it was beneficial. refreshing. I'm glad. I'm glad Benny could get something out of the little class we had. I mean, he was here all day. He got here at eight. He was driving home at five. 
So you know, it was a long day of some smashes. We were it was a busy it was a busy Saturday. <laughs> so we gotta so, get yeah. Benny on here next next uh, week. Yeah, let him talk about his experience and what he's learned. That'd have been that'd be good. <clears throat> I'm so pretty Dave, sure Benny is watching. <laughs> he, he is right here. He's, I think he's driving <laughs> home. Actually, he says. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Dave Dave Johnson wants a follow up on the Dent Tech tools that I brought on last week. Um, I can tell you today. I used another one. Uh, he sent me the his new carbon pick set. When you say Dentec, you that technology? Yeah, Dentec. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um the pick set I was working on a another transit roof because that's what I do is roofs here. <laughs> um and it was a 18 passenger van roof with the big roof on it like with a extended uh, to where you could stand up right. in it. Um that extra long 5 foot long pick was the only thing I could get to fix this roof. It was small enough to fit inside of a brace. It was stout enough to, to really crank on it. Um, that tool's worked out really well. So I, I'm very happy with that pick set. Uh, it, it paid for itself today, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we do? Some of the tips. I mean, we've I've used a bunch of his tips. Uh, I did get to use the nano rod. It. it it's got its purpose, you know, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's in line with the carbon tech as in force, you know, it, it's got its downfalls and it's got its, its perks at the same way, you know, it's less to carry. So, um, I haven't tried all the hammers. I did try his window bar. Um, mm-hmm. it's very comparable to every, most of the window bars out there. Um, I personally like the carbon tech window bar because it has a, bar in the center so most of the window bars are two straps and you put them on the window and close the door yeah. uh the carbon tech one has a rod across it so you can just hold it in the center and close the door with one hand it's a little uh, easier to set up uh, i'll have to bring it on yeah. for next week okay um but it's they're, they're you know it's it's going it's it's <laughs> some of it you know stuff's qual the quality's there Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, Dave, what you work on today? I had a hail car. I had a hail uh, car, okay. and I was supposed to also be in about seven different places all at once today. Yeah. Was the, um, how'd that work out? I made it work. I made it happen. <laughs> um, yeah, so I got there this morning. I think it was about 7.30, 8 o'clock um, to start this car. Uh, started with the hood, you know. I know everyone starts their cars different. But I start with the hood, then I'll do the uh, the fenders, side panels, then I'll do the roof last. I know some people start the roof first. Um, about halfway in, I realized, and I and I didn't think about it at first when I did when I went to do the estimate um, that the hatch needed to come off. So. Uh. I'm about 75 to 80% through with this hail car and I have to let the manager know, Hey, I'm going to need the hatch off. I could have taken it off myself, but I would rather the shop do it since it's at a shop. Um, so I was able to kind of sneak out of there about one o'clock and then just started zipping around to, to the four other places I needed to be pretty much all at the same time. <laughs> so, um, 
after I get to my second stop, I'm already having people at th three and four calling me, hey, where are you at? Hey, where are you at? Um, which they all knew that I had a car, uh, a hail car today. So um, it's kind of the nature of the business where everyone's just really, really impatient. Um, and they've had bad experiences with other companies and they don't show. So it's just reassuring the customer, which is, you know, the shops that you're servicing, you know, those are your customers, your accounts. Um, it's reassuring them that, you know, hey, I'm going to be there. I told you that I had this going on today. And, you know, just bear with me. I will be there. Okay, thank you. No problem. No problem. So um, minus that, I mean, you know, the 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 bugging me, I guess you could call it. Um, <clears throat> everything worked out fine. Everything mm -hmm. worked out fine. Good, good. We got some questions well, coming in, Chris. Um, I'm down a screen. Does anybody want to pick those up? <clears throat> How strong? Yeah, go for it, Dave. So how strong do you think the brotherhood in the industry is? I'm currently in a bankruptcy bankruptcy case with a guy who screwed over at least 100 techs. Not one dead guy showed except me and my partner. Hmm. Uh, everyone preaches unity and help this guy and do this for our industry. But when push comes to shove, it's just talk. <clears throat> um, I'm owed chump change compared to what most dead guys are owed on this case. I've actually been through a bankruptcy case through a dealer that went out of business. Um, it's a tough situation. It gets drawn out for a long period of time sometimes, and, and sometimes it goes quick. Uh, I was lucky because I had a relationship with the owner, so he kind of helped me out before the whole court case came through as to where I didn't have to go. Um, a lot of the dent guys, I think, don't show up is because it's time and money. You know, yeah. you, you, you almost cut your losses at that Hell time. Hell just hit. So. You know, you have to cut your losses, and, and, and it is what it is. It sucks. It's a crappy situation. The only good thing with that is you can write it off on your taxes as a loss. Um, mm -hmm. As in the brotherhood, I, I, you know, it's a tough thing. I mean, you have some dent guys are all for themselves, and then you have guys like us that are doing this on our, on our own time, you know, just – to help all the new techs out there. So, you know, you do have good people in the industry. Just it's who you associate yourself with. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I kind of <clears throat> met you even just briefly at MTE last year mm -hmm. and, you know, you called me, I think, uh, you know, two months later and, you know, said, Hey, get out here. Now here's me, <laughs> you know, putting my trust into someone that I've never met. Um, mm -hmm. you said, Hey, get out here, you know, and, and you'll make money and come push hail for me. Um, but I had, a, I had a good sense that, you know, this person was, who was reaching out to me, wasn't going to screw me over. Um, I think, I don't know if I, I'm a good judge of character, I guess, when it comes to off the bat, you know, meeting people, stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I, I there is a strong brotherhood. But there are also people who are greedy and will take, mm -hmm. you know, the money and run. I don't, I don't really know how to steer away from that besides just building really solid relationships with close people and then branching off and, and who's in their circle and then who's in that circle. Because people are, who trust other people or in a tight circle are going to, you know, have other little networks. Mm -hmm. So I met Chris. Chris knows Ryan, you know, and all of a sudden, us, you know what I mean? So... It's um, 
it's tough. You know, I, I could see where you can really get screwed over, especially on a, I've never traveled for hail or anything, but you know, I've heard really, really so, some bad horror stories about yeah, people right. not getting paid and stuff Brokers. like that. Yeah. And, and yeah. so I think it just really comes down mm-hmm. to, you know, having a nice tight group of guys and then, you know, branching out off of that instead of going to find someone that you just randomly met, um, you know, says they're <laughs> going to give you work and, and I don't know, uh, you yeah. know, I, I don't, yeah, I just, I don't see how that works, but that's just me. There's a judgment of character. I think. That's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The gut feeling. Always yep. stick with your gut. It's too good to be true. You know, some people just go for the, the best paying job. You know, when, when I uh, have texts, I tell them, listen, I'm not going after the cheapest and the most work. We're just trying to get consistent work, high quality, and uh, I pay accordingly. So no stress. They get a shop, and they pretty much run the shop. No one can come in the shop without their pretty much permission because they got their tools and their livelihood there. Um, most of my keys shop, I've built up that trust from – basically, they, they know where they're going to come if hell hits, so – <clears throat> so there's another question here from C. Miller. Small mm-hmm. nasties like as if from the round end of a ball peen hammer. So I guess he's talking kind of like a BB shot. Mm. Uh, what's your key at getting out the tiny crease in the center? It's a BB shot, man. You need that. What's that dent dent tool? What's that thing called? The dent box? <laughs> what is that thing? Power PDR box. There you go. Power PDR box. If if it's a uh, shot like that, that's the only way I know to get those out. Some, I mean, like not BBs. Even if it's like a ball peen, a lot of times I'll widen it. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah, make it. I'll widen it, make it a lot larger than it is, and then you can get that center somewhat worked out. You know, you'll work it ten or eleven times to get it all up, and then make it wide again, and get it all up just to get that center out. You know, that's how I usually do it. It's definitely not something glue or anything special mm-hmm. is going to get it out. Today, I, I, I was actually having uh, one of the cars that I had today was a nice shallow dent in the middle of the door, uh, a Nissan Rogue. And I could tell just when I put my light on it that something was kind of off and kind of weird. So I pulled my tool down in the door. And there's a nice vertical crease and then just a shallow, it's just a shallow crease. <clears throat> it was the, the, uh, what is it called? The insulator or whatever. The mm-hmm. uh, sound ending. Might have lost Dave. Yeah, I think we did. <laughs> I think he was talking about the water shield that's in there. Oh, Okay. You know the plastic shield that's in the in the uh, oh, okay. in the door. So we'll, I guess we'll kick to the next one. Uh, you got C. Miller says, uh, "I'm I'm just eight months in, no hot box yet. Uh, oh, I don't own yeah. a hot box either. Me either. Um, I've used it once or twice. It's an okay tool for its situation. Um, yeah, I think what we were talking about was the let me just link it real quick. It's the Pro PDR box or something. What did you say? Power PDR? Power PDR box. And it, it it's really for oil can dents, the big, 
nasty stretch dense. Um, yeah. Benny's mm -hmm. also saying, I need more knowledge. Pulling up here. You're more than welcome to come back down again, Benny. Open house here for you. More than welcome yeah, to come back down, buddy. <laughs> All right, well, Dave's when Dave's trying to get his stuff together. I don't know what happened. So I got like some more tools off. here. We got uh, I don't know if you guys use these or not. The uni pens. Yes. These things definitely. are awesome. They make a bunch of different pens. Um, a lot of my body shops use the green. Yeah. Um, the green is sometimes if it's on there for a long time, it's a little hard to get off. Um, same with the this, red. This thing, I mean, you can wipe it off with a dry towel. It, it stays on there just enough. If I do a hail car or, or mark anything, this is the only thing that I use. Um, they're pretty cheap. I get them from Dentcraft. You can buy them on Amazon, I think. There's just a, a bunch of different part numbers. Uh, this one's a PC8K, and it, it, it works really well. I, I love those things. I buy a bunch. I usually buy them from Dencraft. Oh, okay. Yeah, the green and the blue, the light blue, those are all good. The red stains, the orange stains. Uh, I don't really have an issue with the green, but on white cars, that's the that's what you got to yeah. watch out for. White or silver, um, any one of those. I don't know why this thing is not switching again, but I can't figure it out now. Um. um so what else you got over there? No, I don't have anything. But I had a question for you, Ryan. The uh, I know you you uh, started doing social media, but maybe you can explain some of the grassroots marketing that you've done to build your company uh, before this social media, which I don't think is necessary. It is necessary, but it's not the end all be all. Um, branding. Um, I'm really big with branding. You know, everything's color coordinated, mm -hmm. um, has a logo on it. Pick a saying that's easy. You know, I started out with Mike Toledo originally had it out there forever and it said got dense. Mm -hmm. you know, I kind of took that over, changed some font and did some different stuff with it. Um, I think two years ago I came up with hail. Yeah. And, and everybody loved that. Uh, one thing that's really helped me and, and I didn't realize it helped me until probably this year um, t-shirts. So every year I buy two or three cases of t-shirts and they'll either say got dense or hell yeah. And it has all my business information on the back. And I just give them out. I give them to the shops. I give them to, you know, people in the industry, body guys, and you wouldn't believe the work that you get from that. Um, you know, people will come on a Saturday that have scheduled an appointment or even during the week and say, you know, I always ask, I try to, figure out where they come from google or yelp or you know just referral um and you know they're like oh they show they show me a picture of the shirt right so you know uh, branding branding is key keeping everything uniform um you know when you have a company that's logos constantly changing or or uh, emblem or colors are changing you you lose that everything you've worked for i I'm, I'm big with the branding and, and I originated that from, I was big in the car show scene. So I learned how to market myself, market my car. And I just transferred that to the business. 
Right. And, you know, it's done really well. It's, it's worked, you know, it's, it's, you know, Christmas time, I give away pens and pads and cups and, you know, it's, you do a lot of giveaways. Um, I think you saw there was a thing on Facebook, Benny, I do air fresheners for all my retail customers, give them a little something in the car. And, you know, it's funny cause you walk past the service department and you'll look over and you're like, Oh, that, that, that's my air freshener, <laughs> you know? So branding and, and, and logo placement is huge. So, you know, that's definitely a tip for you guys out there. Get yourself a logo, some colors and, and just keep pushing it. Yeah, I've I've learned a lot from from just speaking with you over the past couple of years, just in that branding game. So I think that What's up, Dave? I got disconnected. I don't know what happened. It's that Comcast. Or should I say that? (laughs) (laughs) I need to go back to AT So I asked uh, Ryan what are some of the things that he did outside of social media to help uh, build his company. And I, and I wanted him to speak on about branding. Uh, so uh, Dave, do you have anything that outside of social media that you'll say kind of, you spend some of your time in? Um, I do a lot of donations. I do a lot of donations to local nice. police departments, do, uh, donations to um, just different organizations, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. and actually this last one that I did, they put a, uh, a quarter, three quarter page, uh, pretty much ad in the middle of their yearbook for the County here, um, nice. which was really, really nice, you know, and, and it said, uh, send photos, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So donations <laughs> is huge. Uh, I caught the end of what you were saying with Ryan and, and the air fresheners and the pens mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff. He kills it with that. Mm-hmm. Um, notepads is what I do. I do notepads. Mm-hmm. They're easy. They're simple. Um, I can go to UPS, have them made FedEx, have them made, put the logo up top with the number. And it's really, really nice. Like you said, when you walk into these places and they're using, you yep. know, what you gave them, yep. um, it's, it's not going away. You know, I mean, like that notepad is going to sit there until that last page. So, yep. um, and I had a guy I Saturday that, um, had a pen. I was like, I got your information from this pen. <laughs> yeah. So got it from it. got it from Ryan right there. That's it. <laughs> and you know what? I do and I do this. I'll probably do it here. It's coming up. I usually do it in spring restaurants. And I can't take full credit for this. Uh, there was a uh, company locally. It was a bail bonds company. And they used to have this orange or yellow and pink pen. Everywhere you went had these yellow and pink pens. I was in Mexico in uh, Cancun and they handed me their his pen and I was like, that's a, that's some serious stuff. You're in Mexico and you're getting a pen from home that you know what it is. Uh, so every spring I go around <laughs> and I just take bundles of pens and give them to all the restaurants for their waiters. So you figure you're signing your bill, damn, your yeah, pen's boy. right there. And mm-hmm. I did it to local, you know, my local colors, the orange and the black for the Orioles, everybody, mm-hmm. you know, hometown team. It's, it's, you know, it works. It's <laughs> a really good idea. Yeah. That's Giving all my tips good. away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right next to it's in a body shop in no time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Can't knock the skill. 
Need that. Um, so Deadman ask, can I ask, how do you work a deal with body shops, billing, and uh, what kind of work do you get? Uh, can I, let me ask um, Dentman, uh, yeah. is this for hail or is this um, retail? How is this? Is this insurance work? Because uh, everything's different uh, for me. Uh, so hopefully he'll <clears throat> respond to that. Ryan, did you hear the question? Yeah, about how the billing happens. I guess that's what yeah. you're asking. Uh, it really depends. Some shops do a 30-day. Some shops do a 60-day bill cycle. Some of them write me a check right there on the spot. Um, I, I, usually, I fill it out. You know, If it's a larger corporation, as in uh, Gerber or Service King, they're going to do 30 to 60 days. Mm -hmm. um, if it's a new account, I always, the first time I do a car there, I try to give them a, a W-9, which is a tax form, and that helps you get in their system a lot faster kind of yeah. speeds up your first additional billing uh, billing cycle. Uh, but I kind of, hey, if they're like, hey, you want to check? Yep, I'll take your check right now. You know, I'd rather get the money in the pocket if they're offering it. That's a, a lot of my, I'm pretty much all of my shops, they pay, they write a check yeah. on the spot. Um, I maybe have one or two shops that I'll give some leniency to, um, you know, if they can't, but uh, all my sh all my shops, give it right on the spot. And so what I've been trying to do with pricing is um, I give them, you know, I try to have them do retail pricing. I have pricing guides made. Uh, I don't think I have any on hand with me here, uh, but I have pricing guides made and, and I try to get them to push retail pricing. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, it, a lot of the shops, a lot of the guys who are in these shops are a little older. So it's still a lot of training uh, with them. You know, how much does this cost? Or man, that seems like a lot. I said, well, you know, what would you guys be charging? You know, and this is a fraction of what you guys would be charging. So I'm trying to really get them trained with that. Uh, it's tough. It's a slow process, but um, yeah. And then once they, you know, they can start selling it on their own and, and mm -hmm. I'm comfortable with the number, they're comfortable with the number because they're going to be making money as well. And, um, you know, and then if I get paid right at the end of the job, even better, you know. I yeah, deal so with some of the insurance companies that that'll write you a check. You know, like I do a lot mm -hmm. of progressive in my area. Um, you know, they'll they'll write me a check directly right there. So it really depends on your situation. You know, the, the shops, most of the smaller shops will write you a check right then. Yeah, it does better for their billing. Yeah. Yeah, I um to go touch back on that uh, topic, Dave of of um that pricing. Uh, I remember firing a shop because he just would not he would not sell it for the price that I wanted to sell. He would devalue the industry just because he wants to be the cheaper dent guy or the dent company, which, you know, I'm the dent company that he's using. So I just said, I no longer want to do your business. Uh, you know, and that, your... That's a tough one. That's a you know, that is a tough yeah. one. Yeah, as a four four year account. Um, the guy was probably just a numbers over a thousand dollars a month, so that you know, roughly. But he never passed out my card, C uh, customers only came to him, and he yeah. was literally building a dent, you know, company with on my back. So I yeah. said, Nope, not happening. Uh, or you sell it for the price that I want you to sell it for because then they come to me and they go, Hey, I can get it up the street for this, and I gotta yeah. run up the street. What's the point? Yeah. So, nope, stop yeah. doing that. So, yeah. 
I've got one right now. Everything's a seventy-five dollar <laughs> dent. Yeah. Every single thing out there. I, I just. It's not night. It's not nineteen ninety-four. We, we were just talking. We, right, we so were we, just talking. I can't read the. Um, I can read them, but I gotta scroll up. Dent deal. It says, uh, Igor asks, great to see you guys again. Thanks for a lot. Having this show on a regular basis now. What Welcome. words What words would you choose to approach a small dealership for practice as a new tech? Uh, what comes to mind is, hey, you got a dent right there. Let me take it out. They ain't going to say no. Yep. And then when you say, hey, the next one, you got to pay. How much? Simple. First car free, second car you pay, you're charging. Yeah. Probably as long get you, as you fix the first end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Speak straight up with him. Sometimes I, I was actually going through a Craigslist um, looking for a another vehicle. Oh my guy, and there's Dent just right on this Craigslist um, uh, picture, uh, the picture he posted. And I said, "Hey, I, I was interested in your car, and you might be interested in my services." <laughs> and they actually just said, "Yeah, come on by and drop off a card." So, just some, just that. <laughs> so it's a little small mom and pop dealership that I was going to. So, any other questions? Miller, I think I also, I think an, also a good way for pricing is. Show the retail amount. If they give you a lot of work, list wholesale pricing under retail. I I just do a percentage. I literally say, listen, that's it. That's here's it. your here's the retail price. If you don't sell it right, that is on you. I do have some leniency on that though, because it's hard to price dance. And if they're trying, okay. But you know, if you're selling a hundred and fifty, two hundred dollar, I actually don't even want to say any numbers. But if you're selling it in for this much. And you literally, it's half of what is is right. You, I'm not gonna be uh, I'm not gonna be your tech. Yeah. And then he has another. He followed up. Uh, the dent man asked. I guess I'll reword it. How do you how do you get the body shops to use PD use a PDR guy? Get them to see the usefulness of a PDR guy. How do you sell yourself to them? I guess he's saying if they have a PDR guy. I think he's saying that they don't use PDR. Like, yeah, you know, because I mean, how, yeah. How do you get the body shops to use a PDR guy? Get them to see the yeah. usefulness of one. And how do you sell yourself to them? Basically, yeah. how do you cold call a body shop? You know, well, for a body shop that only, that only, you know, does the conventional repair, I think what he's basically walking into is body shops that don't really care for PDR. And there's no way you're going to persuade. The yeah. owner that is stuck in his way, so that's yeah. just not your body shop. Um, we all know PDR is much better repair if, if it can be repaired 100% or very close to it. Because I don't think cars that are painted are 100% unless they're spending, especially in a production-based shop, it's very hard for them to keep up with that quality. Um, but you know, I, there's shops that I drive right by, pass my yep. card out every six months. Yep. They do not use me, and they do not use any yep. PDR. They take everything. They, I what I say, they lie to the customer. You know, they say the customer needs to be painted. We need to blend here, blend here, and all you had to do was just give me a call and I'll fix it. So, I picked up a Tesla shop today, uh, certified Tesla shop, and I just basically sold them 
I can push everything that pretty much everything that you have push to paint. And he called me today. I, I was only in there two days ago. So the service game. Um, no, no, it's, uh, it's, uh, uh, just a private, you know, family owned. Actually, I known him for a long time. I just, I don't know what happened. They just, I think they moved and stuff like that. But, uh, but he called me. I saw a bunch of Teslas. I went there first. I saw a bunch of Teslas out there. And I said, hey, hey gonna be all these aluminum panels. You know, I can push aluminum, at least get it up to push the paint. If, you know, if you don't want to bring that machine or move it into that, that the welding um, station. I think Tesla has some new, some new uh, policies on how, they, how you straighten their metal. I think they just want to replace now. So uh, them and Jaguar, I think they're only doing replace now. So, you know. I do quite a few at Service King. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of the Model X quarter panels. Um, I got to ask about that when we get off of this because that's what it is. <laughs> they are terrible, terrible, oh. terrible. <laughs> but I do have some tricks. So, all right, um, well, we're gonna talk. <laughs> so C Miller asks: Insurance is in the wrong order. They should consider PDR first. <clears throat> well, the the good thing with that is we have our PDR workshop and we educate the insurance companies. Um, we've done a couple classes. Uh, we just did one for a large insurance company in December. I guess it was 28 people, adjusters all the way, you know, Northern than us and Southern than us. Uh, and a lot of the, we had some really good questions. Um, mm -hmm. Some of those guys still didn't understand it and they've been estimators for 15 years. So there are some, some guys, I guess, that are out there that are trying to educate the insurance company. I'm big. I do a ton of insurance company work. So, you know, that's the new age of this business. It really yeah, I, is. I had an insurance guy call me literally 530. He was like, hey, are you out? Yep. So it's coming around, maybe not in your area, mm -hmm. uh, but it's definitely coming around. So. You know, the buy shop can only compress PDR. Those are the shops that want to compress PDR. But the Geico has a has new techs. They, you know, they have a uh, they do some training. I talked to a Geico guy and he said that uh, he just went to a PDR class. I don't know what they're teaching them, but at least he understands that we're out here. And, you know, there is a process that repairs dents without painting. So it's always good. Um, so it's coming. Maybe we'll be coming to a city to you. Yeah, there you go. Don't worry about it. It only takes one guy, then that guy says, Oh, you need to try this and try that, and then there you go. <clears throat> so I'll go up to the a lot of the big um uh body shops, they normally have uh adjusters sitting there. Just pass out a cart, either show them a video or show them one of my videos, or uh show them some before and after pictures and say, Let me try one for you, let me show you do. Sometimes they have all control of the of the shop. You know, the shop they tell the shop who to use. So, uh, you know, maybe just, I'm not supposed to be saying that, that, but <laughs> Chris and I just ran into that when you were in town yeah. with me. You saw yeah. uh, the nationwide adjuster that was from your area. Yep. And, and he uh, was looking you know, for a guy. Oh, great! <laughs> and introduce me. Um, you know, it, it's all about the network. As soon as you meet one one insurance guy, you, you get your card in their pocket. It. you're in good shape because you're helping them out you yeah. know they you may not think of it that way but you're really helping them out yeah 
So, and then, and find things, you know, there's certain things that, uh, the, that gets on the nerves of an insurance guy could be pricing, uh, supplements. So do things that add more value to you outside of just pushing. Um, that, I think that's it. Yeah. You know, if you're the guy that got to come out, look at me. Okay. If they send you a picture, you can just ballpark it. If you're wrong, you just eat it. It's like what Ryan said, the convenience factor. He's going to remember that. And like all I had to do was send him a picture. That's he's going to remember that more so than like, all right, send him a picture. He gave me a price. Now it's double when he came out. And it really, you know, you really could have just kind of ate that and moved on to the next one. Relationships. Yeah. You know, building that relationship. So I was listening to Gary V. Uh, from Dave. Dave got me on him. And he said, you know, he's like, uh, he said, what people fail to realize is that, you know, they want. I'm sorry, it, was, it wasn't Gary V. It was Brian's uh, Lawn Care, I think is the name of it, and which had a Gary V. kind of mix to it. And he said, uh, he said people want to charge more money. So, And I've always been a stickler that you can't charge more money if you don't add more value. So that brings, you know, with the insurance information and selling yourself, you have to figure out a way, even on customers, wholesale lot, to add value. It could be, I can do third cars now. You're still adding value. He, he doesn't need you on his lot for three days. So if that's something that he's interested in, then go for it. Shoot for it. But a lot of these guys or anybody in the field, if you want to raise your prices, you have to add value to the customer regardless. If not, you're going to be overpriced. So, um, some people, I think Dave does mobile services for convenience. You know, I'm pretty sure he charges for that convenience. He's adding value to the customer for the customer that can stay at home, uh, stay at home or at work, and be able to, you know. Well, uh, we actually not don't charge extra for it. Um, okay. It's kind of well, built into the pricing. It's okay. just built into the pricing. I mean, it, you know, we are a little higher. We are on the higher end when it comes to mobile retail uh, paintless dent repair. It's it's built in. Because we're coming to your home, we're coming to your work, we're coming wherever the vehicle is. That's all we need. So um, that does make it a little easier at times. Yep. I don't see any more uh, questions. You guys see any? Yeah, we got one. It says, uh, C. Miller, I haven't gotten any official businesses yet from a dealer. Mm -hmm. I plan to hit the bricks this week. I went out last fall and handed out some cards i got a lot of practice in over this winter um and i, I think i went over this last show pound the streets go mm. in there if you really want this account go in every week bam if he's like you've got a card and i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you a quick little cheater that i that i've done over the years for really trying to get accounts I get different business cards printed. So every time I order a business card batch, it's the same business card, but something's on it. It's different. So when you go to the used car manager, you go in there and he's like, oh, I've already got your car. And you're like, no, 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 you don't have this one. You know, and he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. You know, they don't remember exactly who you are. So they see a little <laughs> right. bit of a difference. Right. And it, it makes all the difference. You know, the <laughs> biggest thing is the consistency. When they when a manager sees you in there every week, every week, every week, every week, every week, yeah. that's how you score the account that you really want. Um, and it only so takes one time. It only takes that their dang guy to say, ah, you know what? I'm 
I'm gonna stay home today and they just don't show and they got that one car. Or maybe they're doing guys fine. It just he comes on Tuesday and Monday where they want to deliver this car and you're there on that Monday. Mm-hmm. It just it does. I've gotten plenty of dealerships like that. Uh Mark says what a good place to pick up a pricing guide. Uh look, um Paul Corden sells a pricing guide. I don't actually know if where you- he sells it. If Who's you message if you message Chris on YouTube, we'll get one. We've got a little pricing guide. We'll we'll mail it to you for for no for no charge. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got. Just a bunch send Chris of your information. <laughs> yeah. Just email me. I'll put my email in the uh, description here. Uh, the dent man asks on the insurance and do the adjusters ask if you're certified? Um. Yeah. I've never really asked that, never been asked that. Um, I deal with a lot of insurance companies directly. So it, there really isn't a whole lot out there that's the certification. Um, a lot of the certifications are set up for the hail end. So, you know, there are some factors that I think that, we, that we've actually looked into some of the ICAR stuff just to kind of uh, get it under your belt. So that's the stuff you know, but... No, I haven't really. I, don't, I, never heard none of I wish there was, though, because maybe that will be. But dealer, uh, they don't care. But insurance, they should really care. But most of the times the shop knows, as a body shop, they know the, the guy that can do work and they can't do work. Mm-hmm. So they tend to uh, um, filter those guys out for them. I think a um, lot of it. Is it confidence level on the alert? You know, if you go into an account, it's your confidence. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, how you're approaching them. If they ask you to look at a dent and you're like, oh, I don't, right there, you've yep. discredited yourself. You know, you've, you've unvalued yourself and you've discredited yourself. So, and yeah, yeah, well, I think I can get this. You know, you, mm-hmm. you want to go in strong. And it's always that yeah. first impression that's the tough, the hardest part. Yeah. It looks like Gina has, uh, what is your most value-added service? Quality. Yep. Customer service. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Quality and customer experience. That's, that's, that's what I stand by. Um, and what do you think about the gangrene tabs? I use them every day. Love them. I They're love a beast. Them. That's it. Them. That's all I use. <laughs> Buy them. <laughs> Dave, Dave, Dave Johnson from the Wiz. He keeps telling me to get the locker tabs. I, I just can't get away I from the gangrenes. You know, the gangrenes are that's that's the ticket right there. Yeah. And you have uh you have the square ones, so yeah, yeah. I got the the new square ones at MP, and they mm-hmm. those things pull ridiculous. They're ridiculous. That's a ridiculous tab. That's a ridiculous tab. <laughs> Yeah, I got to get some of those. I actually forgot to order them. You have those, Dave? Uh, I did the buy them, ones? and they're still sitting in the same package that <laughs> I bought them in. <laughs> because I use, I mean, I use the game green. It's like, you know, I bought these other tabs to use them, and I just. I'll tell you, they, they work really I haven't, well on the edge. That's what you were saying. Yeah, I just haven't had a debt like that to where I've needed it. Um, so I have them, yes. Gangrene, gangrene. Ah, for sure. There we go. Perfect. Yes. I'll tell you, that's the only thing I use. 
Yeah, you turned me out to that. I was using Tabweld, uh, religious Tabweld user, and uh, the green definitely. Green. The the green definitely works. That green. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's all in time. You know, it's how long it sits on the panel, what the temperature is. There's so many variables. We saw it in the the Kiko class. We took an MPE. You know, it's yeah. there were the whole factors, the temperature, the temperature of the glue. Cleaning the um, panel, proper that, you know. I mean there's a lot of factors. Yeah. I got a tech tip I'll share with that cleaning the panel. Have you guys ever you might have already tried it? Have you guys ever used uh like the spray uh window cleaner to clean off that panel? Like the aerosol or like yeah, a, like, like they gotta be the spray. I've tried like Windex, it works okay. Alcohol works okay, but if you have that spray, like that spray away or spray away, I think they call cleaner. it mm-hmm. glass cleaner, yes. Glass cleaner on it, white Dude, can, blue cap. You, you put that on, you spray that on before you bought the pool. Oh man, yo. It's night and day. I've tried it a bunch of times. It is night and day. It is night and day. Especially when what? that panel just doesn't pull you, like man, green should be pulling oh, a little yeah. harder. Yeah. Just let it sit for like five seconds, wipe it off. That thing pulls. You know what else yeah. works is compound. It does? I haven't I've tried rubbed, it. Yeah, I've rubbed compound on there because it, it really cleans it. You know, it's it's super clean. It works also. So and I actually I got that tip from uh Tom Price. The glue pulling okay. thing. Yeah, Opinion yeah. on the super tabs. I have those too, and I use them on big damage, the big super tabs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll use them with a slide hammer. I, I have the K bar, you know, you said, and the K bar from Keepco. I have the K bar. It's one of those things when I need it, it's there. Um, it's not coming out every single day. But the super tabs, I'll throw, I'll throw those on a panel with my uh, with my slide hammer. I don't have mm-hmm. them. I don't have them. You're, a cold, You're the cold. I love, the, You're I the love cold. The cold blue. Blue. I told Benny this weekend, I said, you need to get some of this. He's like, ah, I'm like, I'm telling you, it, it works. It works. <laughs> I don't have it. I don't have that clue. Blue. I, I, I don't have it anymore. I need to get it. <laughs> totally worth I it. I need to get that, man. Boy. Tab tape. I, I like the Cola Fria. I just, the price point was a little high when it first came out. So I bought the tab tape and I've never, never had to go back. I mean, it, it works. That's It's awesome. <laughs> That's good. Any other questions? Let's see. I know. What do you What do you guys wear for clothing? How about that? Because I know strength. I've. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, walking around MTE this year, you know, and it's it's a it's a mix of both. You get t-shirt guys, t-shirt, you get yeah. dry fit, dry fit polos. Um, I'm actually I bought twelve polos, and I still have the same twelve polos, and yep. they were a little pricey. Um, I think it was like five, almost, it was 500, almost 600 bucks for almost 12 polos for the good brand. Antigua, <clears throat> you know, it was nice, but I washed them. I've gotten dirty in that and they still look just as fresh as when I got them. Um, but yeah. Chris, I know you got a lot of different, you can kind of switch it up with your apparel. I see you got the three quarter zips. You got the, you know, the denim. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, you wear polos, right? Yeah, most of either Strictly that or polos. t-shirts. If I'm okay. doing hail. If I if I know I'm going to be doing hail, you know, a full day of hail, I wear a t-shirt because I, yeah. you know, you're in the yeah. shop and I don't want to rub up against something with a button or. But and, most of the time, polos. Jeans. 
jeans during the I don't winter. Wear jeans. Yeah. Cargo, like a cargo pants in the winter too, like a like a khaki cargo. Okay. Um, summertime is shorts. Cargo yeah. shorts for me. <laughs> yeah, I definitely do the cargo or the um, khaki short shorts. I did, kind of stepped away from the cargo pocket. I like it, but it's just not as professional. And then gotta, these, go ahead. Good. Finish your. Uh, the yeah. stretch um, khakis. Oh man, I love them. Now I do. I do think we're gonna go with a darker color because if we're up against a tire, yeah, that's feeling done good for the, the day. Khaki, yeah, but uh, but the stretch. I have to have that stretch because I'm always, you know, kind of on my knees or, or you know, one knee up, down one knee down, or something. Yeah. So that stretch is definitely. The, 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 I don't know what they call it, but the Dickies has a nice uh, fitted stretch version. So I, I kind of roll with that. Um, and then obviously um, polos, <clears throat> which we may do button ups this year, um, but yeah, we do polos right now. And then hats, obviously. I got a pair of shorts <laughs> uh, two years ago. I saw Mike Toledo did one on his YouTube channel about these shorts. They're I think they're out of Canada. You have to buy them from one distributor in the U.S. It's got like a little kangaroo on it. They are the best shorts I've ever owned. Um, they don't fade they're, like the tire shine. They don't stain the shorts. They're chemical resistant. So, I mean, they're absolute. they're so comfortable and they've got little pockets on the side that it holds knockdowns. So I'll next week I'll, I'll find out the exact information and, and bring it up, you know, so you guys can see them. It's not really a cargo, but it is kind of a cargo. It's, it, it's really an industrial short. They mm -hmm. work really, really well. And you guys do embroider and uh, do you actually get it embroidered or you do screen print? Embroidered. Yeah, that's what I have. Embroidered t shirts or yeah. screen printed. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, just something for the viewers if they were wondering. Um, yeah, because I've been having, I got a, a batch of hats made and I didn't realize how popular they would be. And I've been giving them out like candy. And, uh, <laughs> a lot of hats. Yeah, people are loving these hats. So. <laughs> there's what that marketing and branding yeah yeah it's i mean and and actually one of my buddies was wearing it to, to his to a work meeting or something and um uh, one of the females at his work and said oh you know what is that hat and she said she liked it because it had the skyline in it she likes mm -hmm. little one-off chicago style you know mm -hmm. with the skyline and stuff and um I'm like, wow. I'm like, oh, I told her I'd get her one. I'm like, what do you want? Snapback or fitted, you know? And she's like, well, I don't really wear hats. She's like, I just like the brand. So I'll get you a hat. So, uh, yeah, definitely um, embroidered for sure. For everything what else. are you paying for the hat, Steve? Because um, it's a snapback, right? Right. So, I, But I had both. So I had both made, uh, snapbacks and fitted. And I think it was for 20... 25 hats or something like that. It was 200 bucks, just about 200 bucks, just under something like that. The guys were, I went to high school with them and I didn't know he was doing embroidery until about uh, eight months ago or so. Mm -hmm. And um, I found him on Instagram and I saw him like, Oh wow, you do that. I'm like, Hey, look, you know, I have a business here. I'm looking to have some stuff made. And he's like, yeah, I'll give it to you for, you know, for cheap. And he was super cool. And we, he kind of remembered me from high school and uh, was giving me a really, you know, I don't want to say a killer deal, but he's giving me, you know, he'll give me you know, five for free or whatever. He said, Hey, um, you know, I, th I threw a couple in there for you. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. 
So, and I just, I've been flipping him work, you know, anyone who needs stuff, you know, done. Um, there was a, a buddy of mine who does HVAC and he ended up putting in a huge order with him. And, you know, my one buddy's like, thanks for finding him for me. And the other one's like, thanks for, you know, sending him to me. So um, it worked out. You know, it worked out. The network. Yeah. No, it really worked out. So we got a C Miller. How long have each of each of you guys been doing PDR? And What'd you do before that? Yeah. I'm, uh, I guess, 17, 18 years in. Wow. Uh, before I started pushing dents, I was actually a manager at CarMax in Laurel, which is a huge car dealership here. So that's what I did before. How about you, Mr. Davo? <laughs> I was, I've been pushing for six, seven years now. Uh, and before that, I was a police dispatcher. So I was answering <laughs> 911 calls and uh, that I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, sending police to uh, police and fire to, to people who were in need of service. Uh, for me, it was a um, what, about 13 years. I'm coming up on 13 years. And before that, I was a mechanic or a mechanic. Intruder. Mechanic. So that's my background. Yeah, I've always been I was always been into cars. So um, I did not want to work on cars. I cannot mechanically work on a car. I could tell you kind of what an engine does. Um, I know that it runs and it needs oil to run. And that's about it. Uh, But I've always been into cars, you know, and if I needed something done in my car, I'm paying someone to go do it. If I wanted a bigger turbo, if I wanted an exhaust, someone's going to do it for me. I know what I want. I just don't know how to personally do it myself with my own two hands um and so i was actually i was a police dispatcher um and i wasn't happy i was not happy with where i was i was making great money but it was just not giving me the enjoyment that that i wanted that i needed so i ended up taking a pay cut took a pay cut and i went to work for a body shop for about eight months and that's where i got introduced to pdr they had a hail guy there a, a in-house guys, a small little shop. Uh, they had an in-house guy and I told him I wanted to paint cars. And he told me, you do not want to paint cars. He mm. said, you will die before you're 40. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I, I got into PDR. <laughs> so uh, how often do you guys drill holes? I Rare. can start off. I, I honestly don't know where my drill gun is. It's with me. It's in the truck, but I will probably spend five minutes looking for it. I probably have the bit for three years, four years. I don't plan on replacing it because I don't use it much. Yeah, I don't drill a whole lot. Dave I take all the necessary uh, steps needed to (laughs) put the drill bit into the drill and put it into the pan. No, um, (laughs) you know, I, if, if it's needed, um, especially there's times where glue's not cutting it, RNI is not cutting it. Um, I could have the whole quarter panel open, but I'm still not going to get into a certain spot. Um, and with customer's permission, you know, we need to manufacture access. And the thing that I always do if that's going to happen is I open that front door. I open the front door. Um, and show them that there are already ma- factory holes from the uh, manufacturer. So I'm not doing anything. Uh, 
crazy, you know, when you say I'm going to drill a hole now, so I'm going to manufacture access and it's going to look just like this. It's going to have a plug when it's done. It's going to be sealed. You're not going to have any rust um, or anything like that. So, um, you know, when needed, um, there are times where it's needed. You know, I'm not going to say yeah. that. I'm not going to say that, yeah. I, you know, I, I will R&I everything. And if I can't drill it, you know, if the, if I can't fix it without a drill, then it's not going to be fixed. Well, no, because the next guy I know is going to probably say the same thing and come behind me and drill that hole and then fix <laughs> exactly. it. Now, who looks like the dumb, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, when, when it's needed and it's all with it, but I will take the necessary steps before I have to, I will R and I everything I have to, I will, um, take door panels off or, you know, interior liners out and, uh, anything that I can do to not drill only because I know there's people out there running around with the drill bit in their hand, you know, with the drill in their hand, running around, making their money. Oh yeah. I'm trying to, you know, I, I don't want to, I'm trying not to go that route. You know what I mean? There's, there's guys out there zip, zip, zip. Okay. You know, make my money and run. Well, that's where quality comes in. You know, I'm, we're not trying to tear your car apart. Yeah. Yep. Great question. Great question. So you asked, where'd you go? I asked training? C. Miller. He said that's why I went to PDR training last summer. I wanted to know where he went for oh, training. Okay. And then Sean says Carmax in the house. Um, I guess for I Carmax. Think, I think he means was I in house at Carmax? No, uh, I think he uh, used to be Carmax too. <laughs> you must know Kenny from Carmax RPS. Don't, don't remember. remember it's been a while. Hmm. <laughs> I did. Uh, did you ever do the one in Laurel? I did. I did it for about four months. That was a sweet setup. I did yeah. it for Dent Wizard for six years. So um, they came in at what? Time before I think they signed that deal with Dent Wizard. Do you don't remember what year? Um, when did they sign that deal? In 04? The, the, the newest be. deal? Like their new exclusive across the country deal? Right, right. The year. That one. That one. Yeah, I don't remember the year. Okay. Uh, looks like Chris Dillard. Do you know him? Actually, I. Dude, I've heard of him before. I, I think that's the same guy that James went to for training. I think hmm. I, I've definitely heard of his name before. Hmm. Did uh, Did you learn a lot, um, C. Miller? Uh, hopefully he's... I know there's a little lag... So how do you guys uh, you guys handle a busy day? Uh, I know Dave, you just had one, so we're coming up on eight o'clock. So let's just you know we'll make it quick. But uh, how do you guys handle busy days? It's funny because Dave and I just had that conversation today. <laughs> we were just talking about that today. <laughs> I mean, what's the one tip? I guess yeah. Time management is key. Definitely. That's it. It's key. I mean, today, uh, I knew I was going to have, I was going to be stuck on one car all day. I knew I was going to have one car all day long. 
And so what did you do? What what made so this was made last week? I knew I, last week I knew I was going to have <laughs> one car all day. Uh, Friday I get a call, um, two calls that I needed to be there on Monday. Saturday I get a call, can you be here on Monday? And of course, me being me, yes, 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 I will be there. Because it comes out to customer service, I don't ever want to say no. So right. um, pretty much wake up earlier. Wake up even earlier to start the day when you know you have a busy day. Wake up earlier. Don't start your regular day at your regular time that you normally would and try to shove it all into your you know eight-hour day. Get those, you know, wake up those two hours before. Get there when the shop opens. Um, and that's what I did. So I got there right when the shop opened, um, started my day right then, knowing that I'm going to probably have to scoot out a little bit later. But I already have it all planned by what town is going to be closest. I already kind of know what cars are going to be where, um, what's going to kind of be involved. Um, I knew at the, one of the body shops today, they said, hey, we have uh, a couple cars for you. So I know I'm just not going to be there for one car. So now I already know that's going to be at least a minimum hour and a half to two hours at this one stop. It could be even more. Um, and it's really just grinding and putting your head down, getting to places as fast as you can and loading as fast <laughs> as you can. That's why it's having your cart organized. You know, it's good to have your cart organized, your, you know, your whole setup organized to where you can get in and out in as fast as possible. Um Today, I didn't collect checks at two of the places. I said, I'll get it later. Because I know <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a 15-minute process, and I don't have 15 minutes at this point today. Did you call um, ahead of time? For what? For any shop. Did you call, hey, I'm on my way? Maybe they could. You know, uh, so, yeah. Out. So, I, well, they had called me earlier wondering where I was in the afternoon. Are you going to be here? I said, yeah, I told you I'd be there in the afternoon. Um, so, I did text the owner of one of the shops and said, hey, I'm on the way. I'll be there in 20 minutes. He said, okay, cool, thanks. Um, and then the other guy called me when I was actually on the way there. I said, Hey, I'm in gridlock traffic right now, but I should be there in about half hour. Um, so they get antsy, you know, they, they think you're not going to show, they think you're not going to show. And, and I, I don't understand why, because that has never happened with Windy City Debt Repair, uh, where we just don't show. Um, there's always a, a call or a text message or an email or a heads up if we're not going to be able to make it. Um, but you know, it's, you haven't, you're, you, they weren't the first one on the list. So now all of a sudden they're wondering, you know, where are you? Where are you? Well, that, when you say <clears throat> debt repair, it also has other accounts, sir, you know, that we have to service. Um, and it's, it's time management. It really comes down to time management mm -hmm. and really understanding your route, understanding mm -hmm. the shops that you work for, understanding your customers. These are your customers. Uh, these are your clients, these, these shops and accounts, understanding them, working with them and letting, letting them know that, Hey, I have a I have a hail car all day. I told yeah. you I'll be in the I'll be there in the afternoon. You know, just because it's eleven thirty, the afternoon to me still goes to about four o'clock. Then we're getting into the evening. You know, mm -hmm. um, but if you're not there at noon or they're going to lunch and you're still not there, so they don't think you're going to show. Well, I don't. Mm -hmm. I didn't take a lunch today. You know, I had I had my little granola bar in the morning and didn't eat until about right before the show. So. Um, you know, it's, it's, I was pushing, pushing through the day, trying to get it all done. And also probably knowing your weakness, you know, sometimes you know, YouTube, I start going down a YouTube rabbit hole, <laughs> watching videos, at least listen to video. And I work faster, you know, when I'm listening to music or, or, or a book, 
Uh, mm-hmm. So literally, I turn the phone on Do Not Disturb, and I just go to town on a book just because I know my weaknesses when people are calling or texting. I kind of want to respond as quick as possible. So I actually have alerts on my phone turned off, uh, text message alerts, because I don't care for them. Uh, if you really need something, then you call me not. I do have another number um, and I have uh, operation managers that answers the phone, answers emails and text messages and stuff like that. So day to day stuff still gets done. Um, It's just me and my personal line, uh, which I handle, you know, a lot of business on. I don't uh, uh, go to that phone as much when I have a very busy day. So. uh, Mine's traffic, traffic patterns, you know, knowing okay, I need to go to this shop before two, because if I go there at two, it's, I'm going to lose an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm big. I'm big. I plan my day for the next day, the day before. So like tonight, I know where I have to be tomorrow morning. Yeah. And then I know I, I, I work my way back home is what my, yeah. my game plan every day is start here, go the farthest point away, work my way back. Doesn't always happen. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, I think my, the hardest part, I'm big with time management just because I leave, I'm, I leave the house earlier than both of you guys. I mean, I'm, I'm out of the house super early, but what are you talking about? I'm talking to you at the same time. <laughs> you're frying eggs. I'm down the yeah, you're right. You guys you're are right. waking me up. So, you know, <laughs> the hardest part in that time management end is when you get to a shop for one car and they say, Hey, can you look at this? Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do that? And you have three or four cars and you're like, I was really ready to only be here for an hour. <laughs> yeah. You know, can't say no, but, but exactly. Yeah. I understand. Exactly. I understand. All right. Well, we're going to come to a close. Uh, do you want to plug you guys? Dave, you want to start? Windy City Dent Repair, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, um, all at Windy City Dent Repair. Ryan at uh, RPS Dent Repair. RPS Dent Specialist, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, and I'm also still hiring. So if anybody's looking for a job in the Maryland area, shoot me an email at RPS Dent Repair Gmail. Yep. And of course, Christopher Ray, uh, owner of Dentless Touch in Washington, D.C. area. Uh, we have YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Twitter, all that good stuff. Don't post on some of it, but follow me. All right, guys. Thanks for watching, and uh, hope you guys enjoy the show. Don't forget to hit that thumbs up button, please, guys. Yeah, guys. Appreciate that. Um, We're doing this every week at 7 uh, p.m. on Mondays. So please don't don't forget to give us that thumbs up and share. Um, and get your questions ready for next week. Thanks, guys. Take it easy.